At Jason Arden Associates Cooperators, we're proud to be a top-rated local insurance company that offers flexible solutions and expert advice for all your insurance and investment needs. We'll work with you to tailor your insurance specific to your needs, and we offer investment advice that always puts you first. At Cooperators, one of our core values is to support the communities we live in. When you support Jason Arden & Associates Cooperators, you are supporting local nonprofits and initiatives. Since 2020, we have donated 60000 to local nonprofits, youth sponsorships, and various special projects. When was the last time your insurance company did that? Ding, ding! Welcome to the new Lloydminster Nissan, where you get free gas for one full year with the purchase of a new Nissan. Hey, you don't mind pumping yourself? I don't have any arms and eh, I'm kind of lazy. Free gas in the new Lloydminster Nissan has been held over due to popular demand. Not only do you get the best warranty in the business with your new vehicle purchase, but when you purchase your new car, truck, or SUV from the new Lloydminster Nissan, you get free gas for a year. But hurry, this deal won't be extended again. Hey, don't forget to wash your windshield. And can you scratch my nose? I got no arms. At the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan, we won't sell you a car, we'll help you buy one. This is Lloyd Minster's show. This is local that matters to you. Local people. Local events. Local news and sports. For Lloydminster and area, this is Live with Kurt Price from the new Lloydminster Nissan. Welcome inside the new Lloydminster Nissan for this uh, special afternoon edition of uh, Live with Kurt Price. Our guest is Jamie Labacane, and uh, Jamie is uh, making some changes this year. We'll get to uh, some of those changes in just a moment. I do want to remind you that uh, free gas is down to its final days here at the new Lloydminster Nissan. It will not be held over again, but when you purchase your new vehicle from the new Lloydminster Nissan, you get free gas for one full year. But that, again, is uh, only going to last until the end of the month here, and we are coming up to May here awfully, awfully quickly. So for free gas, get into the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan ASAP. And a reminder that we have a great uh, lineup of pre-owned vehicles as well. Been looking forward to this for a while. Maternal Mental Health Day is Wednesday, May 3rd, beginning at 9.30 at Home Hardware. They're going to have a short program that's going to be followed by Flora's Walk. Now, if you don't know what Flora's Walk is, that will all be explained on Saturday, because uh, we're going to have some special nurses join us to talk about this walk. It's all to highlight maternal mental health and supports that are available throughout Lloydminster and area. So Ashley and Trina will be joining us on Saturday to talk more about maternal mental health. You can also call 306-820-6225 to get more information. Lloydminster Bobcats are hosting a flavor festival in Lloydminster on May the 13th. That's at the WLS building at the Lloydminster Exhibition. It's a chance to socialize, sample different food and drinks, listen to some live local music. Tickets for Flavor Festival are available at lloydminsterbobcats.ca slash flavor festival. The Vic Juba Community Theatre is partnering with the Gold Horse Casino to hold a fun money casino night on Thursday, May 11th. This is your chance to play blackjack, play craps, Texas Hold'em and poker and roulette, all 
backstage and on stage at the Vic Juba Theater. They've even got some special uh, guests coming in. I know uh, Heather Clagus is going to be one of the, uh, I think she's going to run the roulette wheel. The mayor is going to be there as well. Uh, tickets are just $100 each, and that gets you $100 buy-in. That includes $1,500 in fun money, a beverage, and some food. And then you can use the fun money winnings, hopefully you get some winnings, to bid on prizes at the live auction at the end of the evening. Now, that's not the only event that the Vic Juba Theater has uh, coming up. They have a legend coming to town. Uh, one guy that you've got coming very soon here is Burton Cummings. That's right. We are so glad to have Burton stopping Imagine how here. you get right there with Burton Cummings right there. I think we've measured it um, between the front row and the um, front row of the theater and the actual stage. It's seven feet. So that's pretty close um, and closer than you can probably get in most venues um, for those kind of performances. So, yeah, it's it's an experience that can't be beat and unlike most and you don't have to spend gas money to go anywhere or get a hotel or anything like that. Maybe a babysitter for a couple hours, but it's really exciting. It'll be June 6th, uh, Tuesday night that he'll be coming and stopping in Lloydminster and tickets are on sale now. There's about uh, half of our theaters um, sold already. So if folks are interested, we'd encourage them to grab those soon just in case they do sell out, because he typically does. Tickets for that and other shows, and of course, the Fun Money Casino Night, available at victuvatheater.ca. Milonk in May is back on May the 6th at Rolling Green Fairways, presented by the Lloydminster Ukrainian Cultural Association. Cocktails are at 5, with the Milonka dancers performing at 6, suppers at 7. And Amanda Graff told us all about that delicious supper. So Rolling Greens is catering. They're putting on a traditional Ukrainian meal. We've got the pierogies, cabbage rolls, uh, bratwurst, yeah. sausage, um, an assortment of desserts, buns, assortment of salads. Uh, no one goes hungry. And uh, we did pizza for midnight lunch last year. That one went over really well. Along with the Milanka dancers performing, there is also a dance, silent auction, and a social, and that midnight lunch that was just mentioned there. For tickets, call 780-214-5594. We're just over a week away from Milanka in May. Uh, next year, it will return to January for the big, I believe it was 50th anniversary. Household Hazardous Waste Roundup is back at the Lloydminster Exhibition on Saturday, May the 6th. It runs from 10 to 2, hosted by the City of Lloydminster, the RM of Britannia, RM of Manitou Lake, the RM of Hillsdale, and the Household Hazardous Waste Roundup Committee. For a list of what is being accepted, you can visit lloydminster.ca. And a barbecue is also being held by a donation with free pickup also available. You can call 780-872-1136 if you've got some hazardous waste that you cannot uh, get down to drop off. We're going to take a break and come back with a Jamie Labacane, but a reminder that Superior Water is proud to provide you with the purest drinking water possible. And I drink Superior Water because I like the taste. I believe it is superior to anyone else's water. I think it's the best water in Lloydminster, and at just $3 a jug, you get a consistent taste, and don't forget the ice for that Crown Royal as well. It's just $3 a bag. For more information on any products offered by Superior Water, uh, just visit them at two locations. You can visit them in Lloyd, Mr. Beside Sheepskin Loft on 57th Avenue. And if you need help with those big blue jugs, you're not going to have to ask. They also have a coin-operated location beside 7-Eleven, just off Highway 17 South. We're coming right back with Jamie Labacane. It would appear that the butler did it. But this isn't a whodunit film. It's a Nissan sales event. 
Now that's a killer deal. Good thing this Rogue has a VC turbo engine, unlike RAV4. Now get a low $2.99 per month lease on Rogue. Catch these offers while you can. It's more than just taxes at LNA CPA. Assurance, accounting, retirement planning, estate planning, business consulting, financial consulting, farm program support, and bookkeeping. But yes, there is always taxes. The team at LNA CPA is committed to helping you achieve your best results and will be there to assist you every step of the way. LNA CPA, with offices in Provost, Vermilion, and Lloydminster. How can you help support the oil and gas industry and jobs in Western Canada? The answer is closer than you think. Sell your scrap metals to PWM Steel. PWM sells scrap iron to Evraz, located in Regina. Evraz's number one customer is the energy sector, building pipes and plates for the oil and gas industry. PWM Steel is your locally owned metal recycler and steel service center in the area. Plus, they're a strong supporter of the community. PWM Steel, your top steel supplier for Alberta and Saskatchewan for 40 years. At Diamond 7 Meats, we work with local farm families to provide a high-quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouth-watering Smokies, pulled pork, roast beef, and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing, and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers, and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder Smoker. Complete the grilling experience with a Canadian-made, award-winning line of House of Q barbecue sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. Great to have you back with us, and uh, really great to have Jamie Labacane joining us as uh, he uh, is making some changes this year, moving associations, and we'll talk to Jamie just about that in just a moment. But before we do, I just want to thank uh, Jamie for coming in today, not only coming in today, but uh, when he was with the CPCA, always making himself available for us. We really appreciate that, Jamie. I can think of many, many times where we asked the CPCA for a driver, and you were the volunteer. You were the guy that came and talked to us, and sometimes our questions aren't real easy. So it has always been appreciated that you would take some time to join us on, on this show. Oh, no, no problem. I'm always happy to come and talk to you know people like you in the media. Uh, you're always very friendly, very open. Uh, you listen to what we have to say, and we appreciate having the voice uh, because sometimes we don't always have that voice, especially on the bad side of the media sometimes. So. There's a bad side of me. Well, no, I'm just no. Well, I, <laughs> maybe we'll get into that. But, but let, let's talk a little bit about um, what your off season was like. Um, um, obviously, some big decisions. But let's let's concentrate on on your your horses first. What what goes into the off season for for Jamie Labacane? Well, it was it was a really good off season. Um, you know, I sold a few horses towards the end of the year. A couple of the horses um, they aged out. We retired them. Old mugs, Wiley. You know, so uh, we we went and looked and got some new blood. Fortunately for me, over the last oh, four four or five years, I've been rebuilding anyway. So I had a lot of young stuff coming up. I had some new stuff really come on last year, uh, but we p- still picked up seven seven head uh, three in in Edmonton in the fall, and then another four in Phoenix in January, um, and brought them up. We've been you know just breaking them, getting them going here this spring, and. Uh, they're looking good. Uh, everything's seems sound, and, and especially for the old boys, and uh, they're looking awesome. They're coming on. Uh, finally, the weather's getting a little bit better, so we're gonna start uh, hooking up some outfits here 
uh, this weekend, hopefully. And uh, yeah, it's been a great, great off season. Family's good. Son started playing on some U7 hockey. Ella was in some skating. Um, wife's been busy at work. Yeah, it's been uh, it was a good off season for sure. When you say uh, we, I assume you mean your dad. I assume your dad has a big hand in helping you pick horses. Oh yeah, um, you know I don't always have the time. I'm pretty busy working and doing other stuff, um, so I can't go down to Phoenix for you know two to three to four weeks to try to buy horses down there. So I just kind of give him a check and say, here, go uh, go buy as many horses as you can with this amount of money and. Uh, he's he's happy to do it, you know. He he loves going and doing that and being the scout, and he takes a lot of pride in that. So, you know, and I'm I'm gonna take advantage of it as long as I can, because uh, not many guys have that option, uh, especially when you're you know at my age working full time. Yeah, absolutely. You starting to get the itch. Like, when do you start to like? Man, I just want to get back out on the track. Does it start? As soon as you're done your last race from the previous season, or do you like taking a little bit of a break? I like a little bit of a break. I mean, honestly, the first month or two after that, it's nice to, you know, be done. It's, it's a lot. You know, you're always on the ball all for all those months, you know, a lot of pressure, you know, everything that goes into it. So I look forward to it. I look forward to those f- few months. But, you know, by the time I hit, you know, end of November, start of December I'm already watching races from previous years um, you know figuring out which horses work the best what I need to change what I need to do and you know that carries on right to the end and boy when that when that snow starts to go that's when you get really anxious and you want to get back out there and get get going so uh, this is this is honestly my favorite time of the year it is eh? just before the anticipation well I love I love bringing the boys in from the past year they're fat sassy uh, and getting them fit. I just like watching that progression, watching them slowly start to tuck up, uh, get stronger, hair comes off, starts getting shiny. Uh, I love, you know, just getting back into it and working it. Uh, it's it's really rewarding for me, and I take a lot of pride in this early part of this spring because it's what sets you up for the rest of the year. You are going to make some changes this year, and I think it surprised a lot of people. Um, for myself, I know when the list of, um, of CPCA drivers came up that were being uh, auctioned off the tarp auction at the Lloyd X, uh, first thing I did is phone uh, Baki. And I was like, hey, I don't see Jamie's name on here. Like, you're one of the most popular drivers, or we're one of the most popular drivers in the CPCA. That had to be a tough decision. It, it was not easy. Um, you know, this is, it, was, it started in the summer. Uh, we had a few people inquire with sponsorship, and uh, things were just changing and stuff. And you know, uh, you know, my main sponsors, Wild Rose Pumping Compression and Dave Co. Uh, Industrial Construction Services, they were interested in, in making the move with me. So with that support, um, you know, my wife had to figure out work, um, you know, and then then we had to figure out if we could do it. So. Uh, it was a big decision, and we talked to sponsors. They confirmed our decision, uh, and it, you know it's nothing, nothing against the CPCA or anything like that. You know, you might see me at a show or two this this summer. You never know. We have plans to maybe go to one for sure, uh, but we'll see how that all works out. Um, I love the CPCA. It's been my home, you know, my whole life. My dad raced there forever. I think what did we figure out? Fifty-three years or something like that. Uh, there's been a Labakin in the CPCA. You know, I started out riding. You know, I built my driving career over in the CPCA, and uh, it was just—it was time for us to just make a change. There's uh, everything was pointing towards that direction, and uh, we decided to just try something new. And 
um, you know, it, it's uh, it's exciting. We're exciting to do it, and uh, we hope all the best for everybody, all the wagon drivers. And I think uh, there's a little bit more hope in the future now. I think after 2020, there was a lot of guys wondering, you know, is this sport going to survive? And, you know, money's starting to come back in. There's... Um, you know, guys are starting to start again. So I think it's, there's a little, there was a little bit of ebb, but I think there's starting to be a little bit more flow now. So I'm excited for the sport. Was it like, was it always like on your mind to go to the WPCA or was it, like you said, this summer it kind of came about, but you know, you've been driving for a long, how many years you've been driving now? Geez, when did I start? Oh, uh, six was my rookie year as a driver. I think I started out riding in oh. Three. You're making me feel old. Outright, now. Yeah, outriding in 03. And honestly, I mean, I never really wanted to make the change for a long for the longest time. And then when I got later into my career here, um, I've won a lot. I hadn't won everything I wanted to do and probably still haven't. Um, but it was always a bit on my mind and uh yeah, just with everything that went about uh, last year, I had a great year, it won a lot. Uh and uh, think, like I said, things just lined up and uh, we decided to make the change. And now yeah, we're excited to see what, what it is. We're, we're kind of a, a team without a home right now. We're a permit driver in the WPCA and we might be a permit driver in the CPCA. So we're, uh, we're, we're uh, in no man's land, but uh, sometimes those big uh, changes are the scariest, but these happen sometimes. What, is, what does permit driver mean for those that don't follow the sport? So in the WPCA right now, their system to qualify for uh, their association is you have to be a permit driver. So what that means, you come into there and you run against all the other permit drivers. So not the regular members. The regular members are the top 34 of the WPCA from last year. So then I'll run in there and there will be 10 spots open in Grand Prairie. And then it drops to six. And then I believe in Bonneville and then four in Medicine Hat. And then after Medicine Hat, uh, the top two actually will go to Pinoca. And then after Calgary, I think there'll probably be four spots opened up after that because Cody McCurr and Mark Sutherland are both retiring and selling out after that, uh, I assume. And uh, then there'll be four for the rest of the year. And uh, at the end of the season, if you're in the top 34 of the WPCA, then you're eligible to be a full member so that's kind of how that works if that makes sense well you, you got to feel confident i mean you've been running at the top of the cpca for years always a uh, always a contender so um what like is there what is it about the we've seen so many drivers go from the cpca to the wpca chris molly has you know gone on to win the the calgary stampede uh we see drivers kind of get their start in the cpca some like to stay some come back but what is it? Is it is it just bigger tracks, more money? I don't know if it's necessarily more money. I mean, um, if yeah, if you're running at the top of either association, you're making more than the guys at the bottom just because of prize money. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. Uh, but yeah, big big venues. There's a few more big venues there. You know, Pinocchio. A lot of them have uh, are in a little bit bigger centers and stuff like that. But with that comes added cost, added travel, uh, added being on the road all the time. Um, some guys in the CPCA work, you know, in between, and, and that's tougher in the WPCA. So, uh, you know, there's there's pluses and minuses to both, and you gotta you gotta work that in. And and at the end of the day, it all comes to sponsorship. If you have enough money in sponsorship to make it work, 
either way and it works with your lifestyle and your job then yeah i guess uh you have to factor all those into it uh but yeah lots of guys do start over here uh it is a little bit easier with the travel and stuff like that um and i think um you know our top guys can run with their top you know the cpca top guys can run with their top guys any day uh but on a whole there's probably uh you know you know at the top end there's probably 20 to 25 guys you know they they could hit eight day monies every day and the cpca um you're probably looking at 10 to 12 to 50 the top 15 that are gonna you know hit a day money on any given day and i'm not saying that that can't be broke but you know on a whole i guess it's just a little bit uh more at the top end so you like and, and that's like be, being a friend of larger crowds obviously big for the sponsors is that why the sponsors said hey maybe we should do this yeah they're like the yeah they, a couple of them went and they said yeah i you know some of the bigger venues that they're going to uh they have uh some companies up there or they like to expand in there get some recognition in there and if you're interested we would go with you so i think that that does help on the decision for the sponsor side of it for sure um one of the other things that um, you've had for the past since you've been driving is sidekicks express it must have been it must be hard to leave sidekicks express behind when they've been such huge supporters and I mean, when Jamie Labacane comes in front of the grandstand and waves his hand, there's a huge cheer. And a lot of those people are Sidekicks Express members. It's got to be hard to leave those, those people sort of behind. You feel like you're leaving behind? I, I guess it's, it's, it was hard to end the group, I guess. But um, those people are still, you know, my friends, my, my fans. I mean, Dad started that group back in, I think it was 2002 or something like that, a long time ago. And... Uh, and honestly, the group was getting older, and uh, there were some young people coming in, but not as much. And it was uh, it was a great group, and everybody is still always welcome to come to any one of my shows and come back to my barn. We're still going to do this the same uh, spring kickoff party, and everybody's allowed to come out and camp, and we'll have food and drinks and probably some music and, and hook some horses. And so all that's not going to change. It's just uh, we're Why not... Why do you still want to do that? Why do you still... Because I, I love it. I love I love the people. Um, they're great people, great supporters, um, and it's a great way to kind of kick off the year to you know bring everybody that's supported me over the years and show some appreciation. Because um, without those people, especially th- through my earlier years, there was years I didn't have hardly any sponsorships besides the Sidekicks Express. You know, back in 2014 when the oil crash hit mm-hmm. and stuff. So. That means the world to me and my family, and uh, we, we don't want that to end, you know, if people decide not to come or whatever, for personal reasons, we totally understand that. Uh, everybody's got a busy life. I, I know it better than anybody else, but uh, they're always welcome, and uh, we always want to show appreciation for everything that everybody's done for us. Well, your family, like you mentioned, has been so involved with the uh, CPCA. Uh, Dana has been heavily involved with the Women of the Wagons. So it, 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 it must be like when you were consulting with your family in 53 years for your dad, like, were they a little bit surprised? Um, I guess my dad was a little bit more surprised than my mom. I think my mom um, maybe seen it coming a little bit more than my dad. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they were surprised, but they took some time and they just want to support and, you know, be there. They're, they're great supporters. I mean, they still help me with training and hooking and stuff like that and 
Um, you know, me and my wife had made the decisions before we told my parents, so we kind of knew it coming down the pipeline. But uh, it was we all sat down and and uh, we figured it out, and uh, now we got to just you know figure the next next stage, and it's going to be an adventure, and we got a lot to figure out to go over there. So, well, I want to ask you about the Calgary Stampede and uh, the future of the the sport as well. But first, uh, how do you even know where to start when you're thinking about something as big as a career change? It starts with a call to Bev and her team at Jetstream Personnel Consulting. Jetstream will help you get your resume up to date, and they work with local companies looking for local people just like you. Visit their website at jetstreampersonnel.com, or better yet, give them a call, 780-808-5736. And if you're a local company and you're looking to fill positions and finding yourself going around and around and around, you need to call as well and get help from Jetstream Personnel Consulting, 780-808-5736. So you did very well at the Calgary Stampede Tarp Auction. I mean, uh, it was 115, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, um, you're Jamie Labacane. That's, that's um, like, you're Jamie Labacane. Like, <laughs> like, that puts you up there, like huge that's a huge amount of money it had to be reassuring i mean you know you run you run close to the top of the cpca all the time you've made a huge name for yourself we say jamie labacane's coming on this program people get excited about jamie labacane um obviously the sport means a lot and one hundred fifteen thousand dollars. what did it say to you well, it was it was ex- like were you satisfied with oh, that? I, mean, I was I was I was like we were blown away because um, we had been to the Stampede for I think you know three years at this point, and we came back in there and you know I was lucky in my placement in the sale too. You know I um, the way that the rule book read it read the top three that were in the dash and then the WPCA top you know champion and then the CPCA champions so with me being the high point winner for last year i got placed in that fourth spot because lane was already in the dash so he was already up there um and i talked to the guy that actually was bidding against cowboys just before the sale and that was the only guy i actually talked to and he was interested in coming to bid on me and i did not hadn't met the cowboys guys i knew nothing about them and he, uh, they decided they wanted me, and they they never quit. And uh, I got to meet quite a few of them um, up in Calgary. And actually, I went up last week for a event, and I met a bunch of their managers. And they're excited about the future, and they want to create a you know a long term relationship and and stuff like that. So I was uh, I was surprised, and I guess it's just comes from years of pounding the pavement and you know putting a good name out there for yourself and racing half decent. So I think it all. It all comes to having a longer career and doing well. Um, you had a decision to make to go to the NACC yes. or the uh, Calgary Stampede. Was that a tough decision? It was. It was, you know, last year uh, we decided not to go for a host of reasons, uh, just disagreements on basically the agreement and stuff like that. Uh, and this year it was, it was the same thing. Um, but we decided that this was the best move, especially with making our, our biggest change. We weren't sure we were about our sponsorship going into the NACC this year. Um, so um, we just, we thought, well, with making our change, uh, we're going to go back to the Stampede, see what we can get, uh, and, and, and go that route. But, uh, you know, I, th- I think it shows that um, the sport is coming back with the sale from the Calgary Stampede. 
you know, the lowest sale, the lowest number this year uh, was 50,000, you know, and uh, that just shows that the economy is coming back. So I hope that continues and that can help grow the, you know, grow the sport. And honestly, I, I've done very well at the NACC and I hope it keeps going and I hope guys keep going back and who knows, maybe one day I'll be back there again. But uh, this year it was just, it was more of a numbers thing than, than any, anything else. We talk to some drivers get frustrated with the changes that the Calgary Stampede has made, the Rangeland Derby has made. You frustrated a little bit with going down to three wagons on the track? Were, were you sending a statement last year, maybe not going? Uh, yeah, like we were just we were just trying to you know put a voice out there, uh, try to make some changes, um, and just you know open some eyes up and stuff like that. And I'm not sure if we did that or not, but you know I don't regret making a stand and you know saying what I what I what I thought um but it, at the end of the day you know yes I'm not excited about going down to three wagons uh we've ran three wagons at CPCA lots and on it, smaller tracks and it's, yeah. and it's fine it's fine but I, I still believe that four wagons is the best product that you're going to put out there hands down and um I think that they're hindering their show a little bit by doing that for sure do you do you worry about it being a slippery slope, Jamie? Like we made this concession, what's what's kind of kind of like what's coming next? Yeah, absolutely. I I hope that uh, you know that they don't go down too far. Like it's you can only go too far before you lose um, your quality of your show. So you know, the, I guess we'll just wait and see see what happens in the future. It's nothing that I can control, um, and you know, and I'm just gonna try to do what's best for the sport, and we'll go we'll go ahead from there. How important is the NACC? It's not, not really in competition for fans, I would say, with the Calgary Stampede. No. But how important is that to have two shows for for drivers that don't go to Calgary? Oh, that's that's big. Like you're gonna you're making good money going to the NACC. You know, most guys aren't gonna make that much prize money running last place all year. Um, you know, you last run last place at the NACC, you're gonna make nine grand. You know that's that's good money, so it's important to have this show for everybody, so that you can make a go of it and uh, help grow the sport and help those guys that are just starting or hoping to improve to get better and to get more money in their pockets, so this sport can survive and go on. If 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 the sport is going to survive, would you say it's going to be have to be the drivers? It's not going to be you know, uh, executives with the Rangeland Derby or with the NACC. It's going to be the drivers, isn't it? It's going to be the drivers, but we also need support from the outside too. I mean, port, support from businesses. We need support from uh, business people coming in and giving us advice. Um, it's it, We need a little bit of everything, but you're right in the fact that it, the drivers have to work together and uh, figure out what's the best for the support and make those decisions uh, thinking not just one year in advance, thinking, you know, 10, 20 years in advance. So, yeah, I, and like I said, I've, I've seen some promising stuff here. Um, there's been a lot of changes with permit system in the WPCA, permit system in the CPCA. Uh, there's some controversy whether that's going to be positive or negative for the sport. But with, with any uh, association, any league, uh, there has to be change and growth going forward. And I think it's moving in the right direction. Um, people might argue with me on that, but uh, we got to keep on going, keep on doing. And, and uh, I think there is promise going ahead in the future. 
So if you were racing in the CPCA this year, I would say your goal would be to win the whole thing. Yeah. I would say Canadian Championship is Jamie Labagain's goal again this year. And I would say it was last year, and I didn't even know you were rebuilding. Like for the last four years, you've been rebuilding your barn, but you're always at the you're always at the top. So I you, you couldn't have told I wouldn't I wouldn't have known. Well, I, I wouldn't say I was rebuilding last year. I had some pretty solid outfits coming into last year, but like mugs came up sore about halfway, and I had a new one that I had bought the year before that plugged into that outfit, and um, then my other right leader he was off, so he about that halfway through the year so then I was plugging in a first year horse on right hand lead on my three four barrel outfit and uh, it's not that I didn't have solid teams coming into the start of the year it's just that I was lucky that I was rebuilding at that point and getting that young stuff ready to plug into those good outfits and they were ready to go and uh, you know the oldest outfit on oldest horse, horse on both outfits I think was 11 years old last year and that's phenomenal and I've never had that and uh, everything could run and they're all working great so I would say CPCA goal would be to win it what's the goal this year heading into the uh, WPCA my base goal right now is just to stay at the top of the permit drivers obviously getting that top two Uh, my second goal would be in obviously to be in the top 34 Uh, but I'm not uh, I'm not a guy that comes in and just is happy with being mediocre I'm always reaching for that top end so uh, my ultimate goal would always be to, you know, win as many shows as I can, try to go for that that ch- world championship if I can. Not saying I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to not try yeah. because that's not who I am. I'm uh, I'm a competitor and I, I love to win, so I'm I'm going to try to you know go to the Stampede and win that too. I'm um, I'm excited for this year. I, I got a lot of depth coming in from last year, and uh, you know I'm confident in my horses. I just got to do it as a driver and make those right decisions. Once the sponsorship is all taken care of, is is that the stress? Is that the biggest stress for drivers? Is oh. Getting that sponsorship taken care of? Yeah, and this year it just seemed to drag on and on, and, and it mostly was to do. I had sponsors sitting there, but it was mostly to do with just making the changes and the switches. We had a lot to iron out and figure out and nail down, so it kind of drug on longer than it normally does. But when we finally got that. Uh, Calgary sale done and we knew exactly what was going to come in for the thing is like the whole family just kind of took a breath and they were like okay that's done uh, let's concentrate on getting ready now to go so you know Jamie uh, the sport is huge in Alberta it's it's it, like and when I think of the WPCA you obviously think of Alberta yeah you know and it's huge there what do you think has to happen in Saskatchewan to kind of make it take off you know the CPC was in Yorkton here a year ago they're not going back to Yorkton this year yeah you know um Prince Albert there was some talk about Prince Albert coming on board that hasn't transpired um Saskatoon never really took off what like is it just a like having some kind of media support in Saskatchewan why do you think it does so good in Alberta and not Saskatchewan um I or not so much Saskatchewan yeah I, mean. I, I think it's you know, you got to have the right committees together. Um, I know in, in the CPC, I was part of the board for a lot of years, and a lot of times, uh, let's just talk about St. Wahlberg, for example. Their committee aged out. Yep. You know, they there's the same people doing it year after year, and um, they aged out, and nobody took over. Uh, Turtleford, for example, there's another one. Um, 
their community aged out younger group came over and took it over it done really well for quite a few years and then that group got tired so i the biggest thing i find is that you got to have young uh younger people coming in with new ideas and that older generation uh being able to take new ideas you know constructively and uh so you always have that fresh blood and and people willing to volunteer and grow their own show because that's the biggest thing is you got to grow that show where people want to come like you know like mm-hmm. have having bands and concerts and the races and you know and make it an event make it a huge thing a huge draw for people to come in and i think that's what helped makes it made it grow and i think just uh you know maybe just a few more of their the shows over in alberta just you know like pinoca or something they grew this huge event and it's a very small community yep if you go to pinoca when the when when the you know Pinoca Stampede's not on, it's it's a very small and almost dead community, right? But when that when that Pinoca's on, man, that town is just hopping. But they had a great committee, a lot of volunteers, uh, and they just grew it bigger and bigger and bigger. And now it's one of the bigger rodeos. And you know that happened. I seen up in Grand Prairie too. A younger group came in, took it over, and they're making it huge. So that's I think that's what you need, and you need young people. With the older, more experience coming in, everybody working together to grow a big event that your uh, city or your community takes a lot of pride in. And uh, that draws people not just from the closer surrounding area, but a larger surrounding area as well. The other thing that happens in sport now is betting. How awesome would it be to see betting in chuck wagon racing? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think we're that far off, do you? I, I don't think we are. And, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's all beyond me because I know there's yeah, a lot of... Yeah, I couldn't of, tell you how the NHL betting works or anything well, like that either. I the, just know the it's The NFL huge. Is, is doing yeah. it now. They're yeah. partnered with... What is that? Well, uh, single game betting in Canada has changed. This. Like, now everything is bet, bet, bet. Well, I think it, it before like, it used to be at a racetrack, they could control it now because it was in one smaller area. But now, I guess, you know, with the Internet and how everything works, it's uh, more online, easier to do. So why not? But you think with horse racing, it would be the easiest to figure out. Yeah. There's always been betting on horses. Yeah. You think that this would be the easy one to figure out. Oh, I, you think it would be. But uh, I guess you just got to get the right people involved. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, maybe that's what we need. We need some people to come in on the on the board levels and figure it out and get it nailed yeah. down. Yeah, I, I I really want to see the sport grow. I love the sport. I love the family aspect of the sport. Yes. For you, is that the is that the is that the biggest draw? Is the family aspect of it? Absolutely. Uh, I grew up in the sport. I was around it from a kid, uh, running around with our bikes, you know, playing chuck wagons, and uh, it was great. It was a great place to grow up. It taught you family it taught you hard work uh group aspects um it, it's anybody that even that are in the wagon community and uh don't stay in it oftentimes they go out of it and do very well just i think it's just from the lifestyle of what you have to do to be successful it teaches you that and uh well just but last it's not year. just that it's it's everything it's the sponsorship you know i have so many sponsors that are now family, like lo- lifelong friends. You know, you, you become these great friends with them. And then it's the horses, you know. The horses really bring everybody together. And uh, it's a great, great uh, way to, I don't know, live your life, I guess. And uh, on top of that, I love to race. I love to win. Well, 
last year you had Cage Miazga. Yeah. That was a huge story. You have this, uh, you have this kid that, uh, you know, we're walking back behind the barns and we see him shoveling hay. You know, like he becomes a part of your family. Is he going to be back with you this year? Yeah. Make yeah. it a little bit tougher. Yeah. He, uh, we talked to them and uh, the Miazgas and they're, they're all on board. And, you know, not even, not even just Cage. I mean, Cage was with us all, all year and he, you know, he won the Youth Achievement Award last year because he did so great. Yeah, everybody loved him. Um, and uh, but you know, his dad Joe, he was he was back helping us hook too. And you know, the, his sister and and everybody, they were just happy to be around. And you know, we we become really good friends with that whole family just from that one one experience. Do you know? Like you mentioned, you might be in a in a in a CPCA race this year. You got so many fans in this area, Jamie. Do you know which one that is? Uh, I can't. I can't release that information right okay. now. But I'll uh, I'll let you know. Okay. All right. <laughs> wow. Anything I'm forgetting to ask you? Like I know. Like I watched your uh, your video when you you said, "Hey, we've got some announcements here." Yes. And you're a little bit emotional on that uh, on that video. Is there anything I'm forgetting to ask you about? You know the changes you're making or. You know, Psych Express or anything that I'm forgetting to ask that you want to make sure people know about? No, basically, I just want to reiterate we're having the Psychics Express uh, party. I, I don't have the calendar here, but I think it's uh, second weekend in uh, May here. May 13th, May right? May 13th, uh, that weekend. So, Psychics, make sure and come out uh, for those two Saturday, Sunday. Um, and as well as that, everybody's welcome to come to any of my, any of my shows. Um, I'll try to keep everybody abreast on what's going on on social media. I'm not the best guy at that, but I'm trying to get better. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm just excited for the year. I'd like to thank all my fans for all the support over the years. And uh, I'm excited for what's moving forward. And, you know, thanks to the CPCA and everybody else for everything you guys give me. I won't forget you guys. Um, diamonds gone? Changing up the the painting on the wagon? Oh, absolutely not. Diamonds no. are still four diamonds is still my my jam, man. That's okay. that's my logo. Four diamond racing. So not everything's changing. Oh no, uh, no. Well, Jamie, we wish you the best of luck in 2023, and uh, please come back and see us again. Oh, because I will. You've been such a great ambassador for the sport, and a great ambassador like um, for the CPCA as well. That that has to be said. That uh, you know. Uh, we're we're gonna miss you. Like this show is, is gonna miss Jamie Lavacane. But uh, you know what? You've given us an extra reason to follow the WPCA. So we really really appreciate you taking your time today and all the time that you've taken over the past few years to just join us on this program. And it's not just this program, but you're always willing to talk to. I see you on primetime local news. Sometimes you're holding the camera, you know. <laughs> but but uh, really really appreciate uh, really appreciate uh, your time with us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Jamie Lavacade. We're back tomorrow. We're going to talk high school rodeo. There's a huge high school rodeo coming to Lloydminster this weekend. And we're going to find out more about that tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock, right here at the new Lloydminster Nissan.